Welcome to Industry Focus, the podcast that dives into a different sector of the stock market each day. I'm your host, Emily Flippin. I'm Jason Moser. I'm Nick Seipel. I'm Dylan Lewis. And today we're talking financials. Today we're talking consumer goods. Wildcard Wednesday. And we're talking energy. And today we're talking tech. Let's dive in. It's Wednesday, October 13th. I'm your host, Jason Moser. And on today's Wildcard Wednesday show, we're talking more about investing in immersive technology with a special guest. Liron Bentevim is a co-founder and the CEO of the Glimpse Group, a virtual reality and augmented reality platform company. Recently, I had the good fortune to chat with Mr. Bentevim about the company's unique strategy, how AR and VR are being used across industries, and why the metaverse is probably a bigger deal than you think it is. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Liron, thanks so much for taking the time to join us uh, this week. Uh, you know, the Glimpse Group to me is a fascinating company because it, pre- it presents uh, a publicly traded company that I think represents one of the more attractive ways to invest in the immersive technology space. Uh, the Glimpse Group is essentially a collection of a lot of little companies in the immersive technology space. But, but I wanted to give you a chance. Tell us a little bit about the Glimpse Group and what and, and, and what you all are doing there. So as you mentioned, the Glimpse Group is a platform company for virtual reality and augmented reality uh, enterprise-focused companies. So each one of our companies has their own uh, area of focus, their own technology, their own industry or use case that they're focusing on. And they all work together as part of the Glimpse family. And what is really powerful about Glimpse from an internal perspective is the ecosystem, is the fact that our companies work with each other, they share know-how, technology, IP, go-to-market strategies, and work just like a family, kind of, uh, every one of them kind of helps each other out where they can, they all benefit when they all succeed. And that's the real power internally. When I look externally from an investor perspective, and I've kind of, uh, I've been an investor uh, all of my life, including uh, many years professionally, Ah. Glimpse is a diversified way of playing this emerging sector. And instead of betting on one company or one sub-industry, you're actually getting an exposure to the industry as a whole that is continuing to grow both organically as our companies keep executing and growing, but inorganically as we're adding additional pieces that are missing in our puzzle. And you as an investor get access to all of that in a corporate structure. That's interesting. So, I mean, I, I, one thing I was curious about, and, and I think you really answered it there, was to me, it struck me there was the potential, at least, for some network effects there, right? That, that the companies working together can all help each other succeed, bringing more success into the network, then breeds uh, new ideas and therefore more success. And, and so that, that, that's, a, I think, a, that's a really fascinating aspect to the company. Uh, I, I want to go back just a second. Your, your professional investing background, that's, just, that's, that's interesting to me as well. Could you expound on that? a little bit yeah no for uh, about seven years i uh, founded and run a hedge fund focusing on small small cap technology companies so gotcha i've seen, I've, I've seen this from the other side and <laughs> uh, kind of always looked when there are interesting uh, opportunities how do you play that trend just like you're looking at immersive technologies and kind of when i founded glimpse was with the intent of providing exactly that solution because I saw this industry and where it was going when we started Glimpse in 2016. And I knew there'll be a need for a company like us in the public market. 
I love that your investing background really helping dictate what I think is a, is an excellent strategy. I mean, immersive technology it's so cool, and there's so many neat applications. Yet it is still so nascent, right? I mean, it's still it's still developing. In in one of the issues I've had, not an issue really, but just something I've noticed is that just so many of these great ideas out there are there's they're still so small, right? They're uninvestable essentially because they're not publicly traded companies. They're, they're un, uninvestable for our purposes. Um, and, and the Glimpse Group certainly presents the opportunity to get exposure to those businesses. And, and speaking of those businesses, I just wanted to give you a chance to talk about at least a couple of them because I think now, if I'm not mistaken, you have nine wholly owned businesses underneath your umbrella. Uh, uh, we have 10, yeah. 10 now, okay, great. Uh, well, I, I wonder if you could go into a, a couple of those those businesses and in, in, in what they're doing. Yeah, so I, yeah, I can do that. And I, obviously I can talk about that. That will take longer than our thing. So I'll just do <laughs> them just to give the kind of the, the diversity of kind of what we're doing. Yes. So uh, I'll start with uh, kind of one of our kind of uh, hottest company, Curiel. So Curiel is basically making lifelike 3D assets, either using photogrammetry or using kind of artists. And those are used in a variety of different ways for marketing and branding, uh, both directly with brand as well as through kind of agencies or through social media. One of their biggest partnerships is Snap, where they're working with them on a lot of the advanced uh, lenses, which is really a way of getting augmented reality right now, as we're all await kind of a, kind of augmented reality glasses that hopefully Apple one day will deliver to us <laughs> in, in a real way. But right now, kind of to get augmented reality, you're doing it mostly on phones and tablets, and they're leading the front in basically kind of bringing life real looking objects into that and kind of creatively using those to tell a uh, branding or a marketing story. So that, that's just one end. And just to go on the other side, uh, on the virtual reality side, Adept uh, Reality, which is our learning and training company, does both corporate training and works on the learning side with a lot of uh, universities really pushing the ability to add another layer to uh, how you're teaching students. So if you look at kind of what you can do right now, obviously for years it's only been in-person with some kind of remote, obviously over the pandemic, Zoom has taken uh, hold as another way of kind of uh, doing classes. And, but one of the things you're missing in both of those is the ability to use tools that are not available where they are. So we can build simulations. So let's say you wanna, have a uh, audit class talking about how to do warehouse inspection. Uh, you can't take the students to the warehouse, even in good days, and uh, talking about the warehouse inspection doesn't really get them to the point where they can then work for an audit firm and, and, and perform that. And what we've built in partnership with uh, Nova uh, University in Florida is a training simulation for warehouse uh, inspection. So the students go into VR, kind of guided by uh, the professor, uh, they go in and they have to perform the inspection as a team in virtual reality. And they can all be in different locations and using the headsets, they go in, do the inspection, kind of we get analytics on how well they did and they can give feedback. Uh, It's just an amazing learning experience. What with 10 companies today, and I mean, it's worth noting. I mean, the, the Glimpse Group, I mean, you're a young business. I mean, still a relatively small business. I mean, the market capitalization is, is sub 100 million, which I mean, from, from the one 
perspective, I mean, that's that's small. But from the other perspective, you look at it and you think, well, man, there's a ton of growth uh, potential there, right? So with 10 wholly owned businesses today, what's the strategy there? I mean, it, it, how, how many companies do you envision owning at some point with the, with the Glimpse Group? So Ken, I think the sweet spot is probably 15 to 20 companies. Okay. But as you bring companies in, one of the things we can do is then put pieces together and kind of bring pieces into it. So kind of make additional acquisitions that will fit into companies we already have that are doing things in that in that business. And there's some consolidation we've done uh, historically. So kind of over the life of Glimpse, we've actually had 13 different companies that either we acquired or morphed and kind of some of them we merged together where it, the pieces made fit together and kind of we thought that that would be the right way of structuring. Somewhere they didn't really turn out. We just kind of basically consolidated the pieces into the existing Glimpse companies and kind of moved away from that part of the business. Uh, so I think 15 to 20, kind of as you look at different industries that we still don't have a lot of exposure to that we want to get into would be the right uh, number. And then we'll continue to grow uh, both organically and we've been averaging kind of uh, just under 100% growth annually over the last few years and inorganically as well. How hands-on of a CEO are you? In other words, with the companies that the Glimpse Group owns, uh, do you prefer the acquisition of businesses with their leadership and, and letting them kind of go do their thing? Or do you play a role in the development and the strategy for each of those businesses? I let them do their thing, but I kind of, I see myself as kind of the chairman of the board. Gotcha. I kind of, I kind of, the general managers, which is what we call the people running their companies, they run their own companies. It's their business. I want them to own it. We, do not acquire companies if the management team is not staying and continuing to run it. And because of the early nature, kind of everybody wants their passion about what they're doing. We're letting them do what they're good at, which is envision their product, build their product, take it to market. Those are the things that every entrepreneur wants to do. And that's why they're in business. We take care of all of the overhead stuff is done by Glimpse. And I serve as their strategic advisor in a sense, helping them uh, kind of figure out where they want to go, open doors for them, be a sounding board to them, but I'm not trying to micromanage their companies. Understood. What, uh, when, when you look at the Glimpse Group today, when you look at Glimpse and where you are, the size of the company, the annual revenue there, I mean, obviously plenty of potential. What, what, what kind of growth expectations do you have for this business? I, I think the business can realistically uh, grow more than double, definitely with an inorganic element year over year. And as the industry grows, kind of the industry has been growing around 40, 50% annual over the last few years. Right. We've been doubling the industry growth organically. Wow. I think we can do even more than that inorganically, obviously, and really start getting to scale where scale doesn't exist in this industry. So if you look at kind of VR, AR right now, there's no scale. Most of the companies competing with our subsidiaries are venture-backed, seed round, series A round type companies. And we make scale where scale doesn't exist. And uh, as we continue to consolidate this industry, our vision is to become the premier software and services company focused on enterprise uh, in, in this industry. So is that the focus of the business, primarily the software and services side, not so much the hardware side? Yeah, yeah we, we do not do a hardware uh, never say never, but kind of hardware <laughs> is a capital intensive business Yes. <laughs> right now. And kind of as you look at tech cycles, and we're very early still in this kind of in this uh, immersive technology tech cycle, 
uh, hardware kind of is leading the effort right now. All of the doors going into this industry are in hardware, right. but you've got companies like Facebook and Microsoft and Apple and Samsung and, and HTC and on and on that are investing real significant dollars. Uh, we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars each into R&D and almost all of that is hardware and operating systems that are surrounding that hardware. And that's great because we see those as partners for us. They're making this industry happen. But the second half of the cycle, so if you look go back to the tech cycle of the 80s to the mid 2000s, and when you look at the beginning, all of the leaders were hardware companies, HP and Compaq and kind of BlackBerry and Cisco, those were the leaders. The second half of the cycle, the leaders are the software companies, the Googles and Facebook and uh, Amazon and Netflix and kind of those are the winners in the second half of the cycle. You couldn't build those businesses in the first half of the cycle because there was nothing to do. You couldn't have Amazon or Netflix. There's no infrastructure for that. Yeah. Investment was done initially on the hardware use cases. So the phones and tablets and computers and how they evolved from the early models to where they were. And the infrastructure, kind of all the work that Cisco and, and the likes have done on the, on the infrastructure side to build the, the network to allow this to happen. And then once that happened, the world became a software. The hardware companies that were well-managed are still players, but they're not the big names that everybody's talking about. Nobody's talking too much about HP or Cisco in the sphere of kind of what, who's ruling the technology world. We're talking about the software companies. So I think this cycle will have the same element and we're positioning ourselves to be one of the software companies. And again, Glimpse as a collection is a different model, but we hope that some of our companies will be leaders in their spaces and Glimpse as a collective will be leader kind of in, 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 the, in the industry as a whole. Let's talk a little bit about uh, a, a subject that's getting, uh, I think, a lot more uh, airtime these days. It's certainly uh, being mentioned more and more in the conversation with immersive technology, and that is the metaverse. I, I think it, it's a fascinating concept in theory. I think there's there's still a healthy dose of skepticism out there as to, as to whether it actually really can or should exist. Uh, and and I, I personally am, am not one of those skeptics. I mean, I think I see it already existing today. And I, and I absolutely believe it's going to be something that uh, becomes more and more a part of, of uh, folks' lives who choose to be a part of it. But but let's talk a little bit about the metaverse. And, and first and foremost, it just gives sort of your definition or your vision of what the metaverse actually is. That's, that, that's, that, that's a good topic. And the metaverse <laughs> will happen. Yeah. So when you look at kind of, uh, and again, I go back to the previous cycle and kind of so to answer the first question, the, in, the, the metaverse is basically the 3D internet. That's kind of my definition of it. I like that. And, I like uh, that. And, and, and so if you go back to kind of when technology started, people had software. That software was separated, was sitting initially on, a, on an individual computer and then on, on localized servers. And the internet really took all of these online presence and put them in one place and connected them in a way that you can just kind of go from one to the other without any uh, limitation. And that's kind of what browsers basically did. So right now, when you look at kind of the immersive world, you have VR and AR experiences that are happening kind of on a remote basis. Kind of some of them are social in a sense that multiple people can be in the same one, but they're all siloed. You cannot basically go from, uh, one experience to the other. You can't go from Roblox to Facebook's community, kind of keeping yourself as yourself and just kind of 
move from one to the other and take benefit of whatever you can do in each one of them. Each one of those are right now siloed uh, environments. What is going to happen? And then kind of as kind of more and more experiences will happen, initially they'll all be siloed. So you can build a v-commerce experience where a brand decides that they want to sell their merchandise in in virtual reality you can create a store and people will download the app and go into that store and they can do anything in there when you move into the metaverse all of these will be combined you will be able to go in there and move between all these worlds as yourself in either one avatar mode or multiple variations of avatar modes but you can make a journey between them and they will basically become a 3D internet where there will be a world and kind of the kind of interesting question is whether it should have a linear map-like world or like the internet, which doesn't really have a map and you can just hop from one place to the other, but they don't exist in a, in a map, mappable version that you can walk from one side to the other. Uh, but kind of having that ability to be present in the immersive world might make it easier for us as humans to have it linear and have something be in one geography or that. There's a lot of interesting questions about it, but the magnitude of that power of taking, kind of, and I was kind of using an example of basically a two-dimensional world, which is the internet, imagine a three by three. So that's like, a, and then adding the third dimension, which is where kind of the immersive world brings in, and now you're multiplying it by three, and now you're getting from nine to uh, 27. So that, that's a big, big deal. And that's the power of where the metaverse is going to go. I love that definition. I think that simplifies it, but makes it very understandable for folks who are trying to connect the dots, the 3D internet. Um, I've never heard it described that way, and I absolutely love it. And I guess what it makes me wonder is, do you feel like in time, do you feel like the metaverse is going to be optional? Like, is it going to be something that I can, as a consumer, as an individual, I can choose to participate in, or is it going to be something that as hardware continues to develop, as technology continues to develop, is it something that is, is it going to become something that is is more or less just ingrained as a part of our lives? Like, I mean, can I just choose not to participate well, or is can. it going to be something? I'm sure that some people that choose not to participate in e-commerce and right. they just going to a store and some people even don't go to stores and they just kind of basically grow their own food. Yeah. But the world kind of, the metaverse is going to be and it's not happening next week. It's not happening next year. It's going to take a few years to get there. Uh, but the metaverse will be as internal to our kind of lives, even more than what the internet is right now. And we're all constantly connected to that. And yes, there's some people that decide not to, kind of for sometimes religious reasons, sometimes for just kind of they, they don't want that life. Or But almost everybody is connected right now. The whole world is connected. But I think what will happen with the metaverse is the whole world will be connected in a much more physical way with each other. You'll be able to meet and hang out with people from all over the world where right now you can do this video call and you and I could be sitting kind of, a, kind of a many, many miles from each other, but we still don't have that presence that we're together. Yeah. In the metaverse, there'll be places and we can just go anywhere and we can go visit anywhere. It will change the world of travel. Travel will be much more an element of traveling places in the metaverse than traveling to places in the real world. Yeah. And uh, it will change the future of the office. We will all be working in virtual reality. Kind of right now, it's hard to imagine. You don't want to sit with the headset on for 10 hours and, and do your work. And you rather hit the commute rather than do that. But that's going to change. And it will not be Zoom where you got to have a few meetings and everybody's working on themselves. People will be working in virtual offices 
They will be kind of going out there and chatting with people between meetings. And you'll have that whole experience of being in an office, but you will not need to commute to it. And you can work from anywhere, which will open up uh, the ability of people to be where they want to be lifestyle-wise and still be part of whatever company and have that corporate culture. That is a fascinating future to think about. And it, it is, it is. I know you said it, it's still a few years away, but really it, it is, it's just around the corner. I mean, it's already happening and it really sounds like, uh, it really sounds like your company there at, at the Glimpse Group is, is, is going to be key in making that happen. And so we're excited to follow you along and, and, and see how, how the business grows. Uh, he's the president, he's the CEO of the Glimpse Group. Mr. Benteman, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. My pleasure. That'll do it for us this week, folks. You can learn more about the Glimpse Group by going to theglimpsegroup.com. Remember, you can always reach out to us on Twitter at MFIndustryFocus or drop us an email at IndustryFocus at Fool.com. As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against, so don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. Thanks, as always, to Tim Sparks for putting the show together for us. I'm Jason Moser. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. 